This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Greetings, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy Neal, and you're listening to The Hiker Podcast. Hikers, this is Andy Neal, and you're listening to the podcast that asks the why questions of hiking. The podcast that gets to know the hiker behind the trekking poles. The podcast that asks hikers, how has hiking in the outdoors changed you? And how are you changing the world around you? That's right. You're listening to the hiker podcast this podcast is brought to you by Knock outdoors makers of the carbon fiber cork trekking poles along with all of your water storage needs of uh, gilad and his crew up in portland oregon where these 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 uh, wonderful wonderful trekking poles which i have tried to break are handmade will hook you up with some amazing craftsmanship and uh yeah just go to the link in the description episode to get you yourself some also see us instant coffee makers of the best instant coffee on the trail I, I i can't say enough good things about monica and ian they have been so amazing to me in the show as well so check them out i am super excited for this week's episode we have charlotte buell on the show charlotte has been a friend of the show for a long time and uh we first met on instagram through the, the hiking and plus size hiking outdoor community and she is on the show this week we talk about everything from her living in a treehouse to discovering the outdoors to life as a lawyer and an outdoors person how that balance happens and everything in between so guys make sure you listen up you listen the whole way through and when you you're done you give charlotte a follow and you let her know you heard from her on the hiker podcast so without any further ado my conversation with backpacker lawyer outdoors woman charlotte buell I've had the wonderful opportunity to meet so many amazing hikers online and our next hiker I've had the opportunity to talk to uh, and meet through Instagram and I'm so happy to have backpacker, kayaker, lawyer, outdoors woman extraordinaire Charlotte Buell on the show. How are you doing today Charlotte? Hey, I'm doing good, Andy. I'm super excited to be here. This is really cool. And thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's a holiday week, I know. It's crazy. But before we get started, just Introduce yourself, who you are, where you come from, the things people want to know from other outdoorsy people. Okay, well, um, hi, my name is Charlotte Buell, like Andy said. Um, I tell everybody I live in North Carolina because I live right on the border and I've lived in North Carolina for a long time, but I actually live in South Carolina. Um, I am obsessed with backpacking. It is my favorite thing to do, um, but I do a lot of other outdoor stuff. What else? I have six pets. 
um, <laughs> three cats, three dogs, um, married, live in a tree house. Um, what other stuff? Mountain biking. There's just so many different things. Um, maybe if we just get a little bit further in the interview process and I can go into depth on some of those, that would be did, awesome. Did, did you just say you live in a tree house? Yeah. It's so <laughs> my husband will stand next to me whenever I say that to anybody and be like, it's not a tree house. <laughs> And I'll say, um, arguably it is, sir, <laughs> because it is not technically like up in the air. So when you think like a little kid tree house, um, but it is a tree house that is on the ground and it's smaller, but it's really cool. It's really funky. It's like a spiral. Um, our bed is literally like a um, hole in the wall and I'm not describing it well, but it's like a little um, nook. So it kind of feels like you're sleeping in a tent every night in a way um <laughs> but they awesome. only cut, yeah it's so cool but they only cut down like 10 or 15 trees or something to make the house um and the bonus part is that um we are on a lake so we can like throw our kayaks in if we want to on our own property it's awesome so talk about how you first got into the outdoors i mean you're not a, a, from what i've read from from your your Instagram stuff. You're not originally from the South and you've, you've um, had quite the journey. So how did you originally get into outdoors, backpacking, kayaking, everything that you do? Okay. So um, it's kind of sporadic. So we'll start back. Um, I'm originally from San Francisco. My mom is from France. My dad is American. They met in California. They had me in the eighties. Um, and my dad was a big like adventure guy um and my mom would like go along for the ride and so i remember very little being lucky enough to have um, a parent take me out west a lot because we lived in california so we would go down to arizona and we would um take like our boat through um places like on the Colorado River and I remember like my dad opening the camper doors at night saying hey can you hear the coyotes like just as a little kid now the memories are really spotty um, but sometimes I can ask my mom to like tell me some of the things that we did um, but my dad was always like big on exploring stuff and doing road trips he hated to fly so um, yeah super outdoorsy stuff then um Sadly, my brother died whenever I was four or five years old. Um, he died from SIDS. He was four months old. I know it's like a nightmare for any parent. And I remember one of the things with my dad um, trying to help my mom, because I know they were both suffering through it, was to go outside, go outside. It'll make you feel better. And now being it's 2021, I know that it being outside doesn't cure anything, um, but it really does help. And so I think from a very young age, in my mind, I keep thinking like, you know, if you're struggling or whatever, go outside, it could help. Um, fast forward to mm, like eight, nine years old, we moved to North Carolina, we moved to um, Wilmington, which is on the beach. Um, and the outdoorsy part was more represented through playing sports. So I played soccer, softball, basketball, uh, horseback riding, like all the things. My mom wanted me to be a ballerina like she was, but um, I tried that. <laughs> it just wasn't really my vibe, I think. Um, but I tried and I really liked the outdoor stuff. Moving forward even more, um, I moved to Florida for a little while, like around like 
19, 20 years old. And it was so hot all the time. And I just was super, super heavy and hated my body at the time and all that stuff. And so that was hating my body, not thinking I could do stuff, it being way too hot for me. Um, I didn't really do stuff outdoors a lot. Um, so the outdoor thing, the way that I am now with all the outdoor stuff really didn't hit me until probably, gosh, six or seven years ago. And it hit me hard. Um, and it hit with backpacking really to start. Um, but the mountain biking and the kayaking and all that stuff is stuff that's come through, um, just being like obsessed with outdoors. So that's a long winded way of me saying started as a little kid. Don't remember a lot of it. Hated my body too much to try. Um, somewhere in my like teens, early twenties, got really hardcore into it in my late twenties. So that's kind of where we met online. The whole, the um, plus size, extended size, hashtag fat and outdoorsy community online. Yeah. Um, and talk a little bit, if, if you're comfortable with it, about this, the kind of perception of, you know, being in a, a, a bigger body, a not straight size body. Yeah. And this perception of not being able to be in the outdoors, this thing that's, it's just not for us. It's for, uh, that's for the, it's for the people who you see in the Mountain Dew ads. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm just going to take a minute here to think because there's a couple different areas that we could go with this. I think um, instinctually the first place my brain goes is to just be totally straight up honest and share how like, look, I was starting diets at 13 years old. That's insane. That yeah, is insane. I, and yep. you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I, same thing with me. Same thing with me. Yeah, and it sucks and because I really do feel like my parents did a phenomenal job. Um, I really was lucky to have a good childhood, but something about weight in our family, um, on my dad's side, we just like gain and lose. And it's not like 20 pounds, it's like 60, 70, 80. It's a lot. Um, so with that being said, I was always a little bit chubbier um, when I was like playing sports and stuff. Um, usually they'd put me like on the defense position because I was like a big kid. And <laughs> if anybody was coming at me with a soccer ball, I could just like scare them a little bit by just like making quick moves with my body <laughs> yep. and getting in their face. Cause they're like, Oh, I don't want to get hit by that. <laughs> yep. I spent, I spent um, my entire junior high and high school on the freaking O and D line playing football. Like, yeah, you get it. I, okay. I can do other things. <laughs> and like, no, stand here and be big. Just stand here and be big. <laughs> just block the ball, block the ball. They can't get past you. Um, so it's, I can't say that this is like a 24 seven feeling that I've always had. Um, but I've been reflecting on this a little bit, especially since like the, um, my involvement with Instagram has grown a little bit and I don't think I ever really felt limited in the way that like I couldn't do it. Um, and I know that might contradict what I talked about you know, being in a bigger body in Florida in my young 20s and not like wanting to go outside and stuff so hot. Um, but I'll get to that part. But I think I just really had support and believing in myself, realizing, hey, I'm in a bigger body. I can do things differently. I can, um, you know, I can block the ball without having to work super hard. I can just stand here and look away, um, look a certain way. And, and, um, get things done. And now as an adult, um, my weight has gone up and down. Um, and this isn't 
you know, a show about like our weight. It's more about like the plus size body and different types of bodies and stuff in the outdoors. Um, I just don't even care anymore. Like I, if someone looks at me weird or if I get the up and down look, which doesn't happen often, surprisingly, um, cause I do know a lot of our, um, friends in this community get like weird looks and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and they've talked about it like on shows and things. If I ever get that, or if like I'm in a yoga class and I'm like the fattest person in the yoga class and I have to make modifications, I really don't care. I'm there for me. Um, I'm there because it feels good. And if somebody's going to be so insecure to, or at least this is how I view it, if somebody's going to be so insecure to sit, like judge me while I'm doing something when you're really involved in doing something either outside or in some sort of like movement class, that why are you here? You know, because you're, you're supposed to be there or at least like I go there for myself to feel good. So I'm, it's really a reflection of the person judging and not us, in my opinion. And when I say us, I mean like the plus size bodies doing movement and outdoors and stuff like that. So you grew up in the South. You've, you like so many of us who, who are, you know, are in, in, in bigger bodies, plus size bodies. It's, it's just constant up and down. I know myself, you know, I, I keep old clothes knowing that at some point I'll do a lot of hiking and then I'll just, I'll shed 40 pounds. Like it's not yeah. Like, like I'm not gonna get rid of this because I know eventually, uh, no, nothing, nothing I do. Uh, I'm not being intentional. It's just gonna happen because I, I did a lot of hiking during this six, eight, ten week period, and it's just gonna mm-hmm. come right off. And mm-hmm. then winter's gonna come, and it's gonna come back on, and just that's what what's gonna happen. What what do you what would you want people in the outdoor industry to understand about that though? That you know, because everyone's like, oh, you know, just keep moving, keep doing it, you know, this other thing, it, or it's not healthy to go up and down that way. But I've talked to so many people in the plus size community. It's like, that's just our reality. That's yeah. the way our metabolisms are. What is one thing you, you'd like to communicate to others in the outdoor community who don't struggle with that? The ones who could eat McDonald's three, four times a day and they lose five pounds, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> hmm. So the first place my mind goes would be, God, if I eat McDonald's like once today, I've got a problem. (laughs) I can feel like my butt jiggling a little extra just walking down to my house, you know? (laughs) No, um, I don't even know what that reality is like. Mm -hmm. Um, I really don't know. So what I would like to share is that it's probably, I'm probably going to sound like a lot of other people in the plus size industry, but in my opinion, weight does not mean you are unhealthy. Your weight doesn't say whether you're healthy or not. Yep. So many more things that go behind it, like genetics, um, you know, different types of things that might run in the family. Mental health could be a part of it for some people, for others it's not. Um, As a lot of people have heard recently, because I do believe the plus size movement um, or the plus size um, discussion is becoming a movement and people are starting to learn a little bit more about it. Um, for some people, it's people are overweight because that's just like our body type. That's, I mean, look at like my family and it's not, I could sit here and eat clean and do all this stuff for years, which I have done. And dude, like, I remember eating like whole 30 perfectly for years. And I look back at these pictures and I'm super thin and super athletic and all this stuff. And my mental health was just shredded. I mean, I would like 
find conflicts in everything for no reason. Um, and then now I'm a good 60, 70 pounds heavier and I'm the happiest I've ever been. Now for another person with a different genetic background or different build. Um, and again, I'm not a doctor in any, well, I'm like a, I always joke around my husband and say, you know, I am a doctor because I have a jurist doctorate, but that's for law stuff. But um, I am not a medical doctor, but I do know that like other bodies could be heavier than I am right now and be struggling with um, certain issues stemming from the weight. And then there's people that might be that same bigger weight than me that have absolutely no health problems and they're doing just fine. It has absolutely nothing to do with our health. Um, so for people who don't struggle with that, first of all, hell yeah, for you, that's awesome. That's one less thing that you have to worry about. (laughs) One less thing that you have to, um, fight insecurities about one less thing that you feel like you might have to justify to others. And then we, when in reality, we really don't have to justify ourselves to others. I think it does come with the territory though, for a lot of us until we've grown to that point where we're comfortable enough not to have to justify ourselves to others. Um, but to know that everybody's story is so different. It's it's just like anything else. Everybody is so different. And we all come from so many different places that looking at this person saying, oh, God, they're fat. They must be so unhealthy. It's just so small and closed-minded. It's, it's 2021, people. Come on. You know? And you're doing a lot of gear testing now, too. And I've had the opportunity to do some of that. What's, what's that been like as the companies? are are kind of you know the gear companies um are kind of catching wind of this and realizing hey we don't have you know whether it's for we don't have the gear people all bodies need whether it's for altruistic reasons or it's just straight up we want more money people want to go out there and they want stuff and we don't want to get left behind what's that experience been like for you so the testing, um, I've done a little bit of testing, not a whole lot. I am about to get some stuff from Plus Snow. I saw that you were going to do some stuff for them too. Yep. Um, I'm stoked. I'm so stoked about that. And anybody who's listening, um, check out that website. It's Plus Snow. They're awesome. It's gear for plus size bodies. Um, I'm going to get some of their gear soon. And um, I am looking really forward to that. Um, as far as like testing other stuff, it can be frustrating, um, especially, so I'm half French. And one of the first companies that reached out to me ever with Instagram was a company called Decathlon. And um, they sent me some awesome, awesome gear. And through that, I was able to try other gear from um, other European things. And first of all, European sizes when you're a plus size person. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 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 I've, I've recently worked with a European co- yeah, totally company and different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was in the very beginning where I was like, Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Like how there's this one quote that Ash Manning brought up in a documentary that she did. I think it was like a video podcast done by a guy named twerk in the dirt. And she said something and it's stuck with me ever since that if we don't have the right gear, we can die with the stuff that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that I'm getting away from your main question about what is gear testing been like for me. Um, but since I'm kind of like at the beginning of that whole um, beginning of that whole journey, I don't have a lot to go off of. So with other people that I'm following on Instagram, that whole point of we can die if we don't have the right gear 
is really staying in my mind now when I'm working with these companies. And one of the big things that I think is really important that for people who do have a platform or a community on any type of social media, I think it is really important that we talk to these larger companies that want to work with us about, um, you know, what inclusive sizing really means. It's not 3X. And I'm considered a small fat. I, I identify as fat or plus size. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with saying that about myself. Um, anybody can identify as they want. But for me, that's how I refer to myself. Um, and it's, again, like I'm what you call a small fat. Um, and it's tough because I can fit into those three X's, those two X's, sometimes the one X. Um, and, and some of my friends, like they can't, and it sucks because they're out there doing more kick-ass crazy stuff than I'm doing in outdoors. And there's some companies that don't create any gear that will fit us. I mean, sleeping bags, puffy jackets, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like it's crazy right now. I, was just talking to my husband about how, you know, I've got these new skis um, and I don't have any ski gear that will work for me. And if I go to like a local ski shop, it's all like these really popular, famous companies that have awesome patterns and they look really cool. I can't find anything that fits me. It sucks. And I, again, I'm, I'm a small fat person. Like imagine how much harder it is for so many people out there. Cause I think I'm like a size 18 ish. Um, and I think that would be, so many people, especially like not just in America, but all over the world too. Like, you know, it's, it's just rough with the gear out there for people with our body sizes. And for those who do want to use the outdoors to lose weight, and I'm not saying that that is the route that I follow. Um, but I do know that for some people, I'm a very live and let live kind of person. If that's what you want to do, hell yeah. Like I want to empower you and like, Hey, I'll go for a jog with you too sometime, you know? Um, but how can people try and have their bodies in the way that they want to be if they can't even find the gear to get into, to do the things, to get them in the position they want mm-hmm. to be, <laughs> you know, like there's so many different ways we could talk about the gear. It's so weird. Cause I've, I've talked with several, you know, other fellow plus size, um, people in the community on this podcast mm-hmm. and it's like it's always been this resounding thing of we're always told by straight size people you need to go out and exercise and do and that and it's like okay we will for whatever reason whether for it's for our mental health or physical or just because we want to be out there whatever the reason is but we can't because we will die if we don't have the right gear you know you can't find a wetsuit to go you know kayaking in if you can't find the right ski pants if you you know I had an instance where if I hadn't had my, I had a pair of uh, trekking poles fail on me, completely fail on me. I felt it's 30 degrees outside. I fall into a creek Uh -uh. because it fell on me. If I hadn't had my Columbia puffy with Omni heat, it's only puffy I could find in my size. I would have probably gotten sick. The sun was going down. You know, if that, if that wasn't available to me, it could have been very dangerous for me. Hypothermia wise. Um, Yeah. And, and hypothermia so that, is no joke. I mean, yeah. it, and it happens fast, and it's very common, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and so, if we if we don't have those things, if I wasn't able to help, you know, get that from Columbia when I did, they're not trying to plug Columbia. I do enough on my Instagram, um, <laughs> but it, it, it was available to me. But no one else had anything else, and the reason I got it from them was because no one else had what I needed. Yeah. And it's it's dangerous and it's scary. It um, is sh- shifting gears here a little bit. You you are. You're you're a lawyer. You're an attorney. 
Um, I'm not going to ask you legal questions here, but <laughs> you, you, you balance this life of being in the outdoors all the time and then having a professional life. You're not, you're not dirt bagging it all the time. You're not, you know, just living off the grid. Like so many of our guests do, they, this is what they do. You, you have a day job where you're, you know, consider where a lot of outdoor people would be like, you know, I don't want an office job or a day job or be a lawyer or attorney or a doctor. I'm going to go just dirt bag it till I'm 60, which is fine. <laughs> how do you balance that? that. <laughs> how, how do you balance that life though? Being, being an attorney and then being an outdoors woman. Oh, dude. Yeah. So yeah, you'll see. The, okay. First of all, anytime I can dirt bag it, I'm so there. Like that's my favorite five. Well, you have, you have, Ash, Manning's, you have Ash Manning's old van. Okay. <laughs> the balancing part. So you'll see recently, um, I've been talking a little bit about productivity and balance and all that. What I've realized, um, especially, so I got sober in my late twenties, I decided to quit drinking. Um, and I was going down this path that I just didn't want to keep following because I could see where it could take me. And that's the way I was headed. And I didn't want to take that ride. So, um, with that being said, I uh, forgot the question, Andy. Can you tell it to me again? <laughs> oh, no well, balance your life as, as a professional attorney and an outdoors yeah. woman, and and how you know you you kind of live that dirtbag life. You got the band, and you got the, you know, the, yeah. the BF, BFV, and then yet you're out there, you know, doing the professional thing. It, those seem like two different worlds. Yeah, they are. And thanks for that. Um, I remember I was going down the sober route now because one of the first things that um, in the way that I got sober, and there's so many different ways, um, so don't let anybody pigeonhole you into one way if that's something you're interested in. But um, one of the first things that you learn is like, you know, your life is maybe unmanageable and um, got to find some balance somewhere in there. So I'm chasing this thing called balance um, hard. I mean, like I all of a sudden it's like I put my whole life into finding balance. Um, and I've kind of come to realize that for my story, balance is my unicorn. It is something I will always be looking for, always chasing. It will shift, um, depending on what's going on in my life. Um, and you just, I'll just figure it out. That's kind of just what I tell myself. I'll just figure it out. Um, and I know that without paying attention to trying to manage in some rest time for myself, because it is a really hardcore job. Like it's sometimes 60, 70 hours a week. It's nuts. I mean, I'm not the person in the courtroom, like going objection, you know, but um, I am working in house for a huge, huge company that's international. And I've got to be on my game whenever I'm at work um, and not like falling asleep at my desk because I backpacked too hard than the week, you know, that weekend before. Um, I've got a balance in that time. So what I've learned to do recently is try and have myself home by like a reasonable time. Um, like if there's anybody out there listening who wants to know how to do the balance thing um, that doesn't exist in my mind, um, but that wants to figure out how to do like the corporate job plus like dirt bag thing and mix it together. Um, for me, I've found that getting home at a reasonable time on Sunday allows me to chill, usually involves taking like a bath. That is like my, um, I don't know, it's just what I use to relax. Um, and then just like sleeping in as late as I can on Monday, which is usually like 830 <laughs> since we're working from home with COVID. Um, we're still all working from home, but just making, finding what works for you to be able to make that happen. Cause it is doable. It's crazy as heck, 
but I love it. I love every minute of it. And it's so doable. And also, um, I think one of the reasons why I push to balance those two things is because, um, you know, I mentioned my brother passing away when um, I was really little. And my dad also died of a brain tumor when I was 21. And you guys remember me talking at the beginning of this episode about you know, him introducing me to outdoors and all that stuff. Like we were really close. Um, Four months later after he died, my grandpa died. Um, And then two days later, my grandpa in France died. Like it was this five month period of just like these people that I love just gone. And it made me realize, dude, like life is short. Um, And I talk about this on my Instagram a little bit. Cause I do, I need to remind myself and I want to remind people like life is short. So whatever you can handle, um, and that you want to handle, like for me, again, I am super privileged to be able to afford to do these things. I've also been so poor that I haven't been able to afford groceries before. So I have to remember coming from that too. Um, but being able to afford now to do these trips and do these things, I just kind of like smash them all together. And I bounce in and out of dirt bag and then work and then dirt bag and then work, travel, work, this work. It's really wild. Um, and I love it. Again, I love every minute of it, but sometimes I just need to sleep for like two days. <laughs> you work with an organization called Women Who Explore. Um, yeah. With COVID, the, the, the outdoors has been opened up to so many more people, plus size bodies, LGBTQ community, people of color, uh, and, and women as well, who, who unfortunately for so many years, the typical outdoors person has been an outdoors man who mm-hmm. has APAC abs, who, you know, looks like he's in a Mountain Dew commercial. Uh, yeah. Talk a little bit about your, your work with women who explore. Okay. I, let me tell you, women who explore has been a light in my life. Um, I just became an ambassador for them in, I think it was like February or something. My mom had just, again, sorry, I know it's like tragedy after tragedy. I promise I'm not trying to like get sympathy. Um, My mom was diagnosed with cancer in um, December of last year. Um, She's doing great now, by the way, but she was diagnosed with cancer at the end of last year. And so I packed all my stuff in my camper that I had, um, I just sold it a month ago, but in my camper that I had and drove it down to Florida and basically like lived with my mom for six months. And at the beginning of those six months, women who explore, um, Ash Manning had actually posted something in her stories that they were looking for an ambassador. And so I was down there with my mom and I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to cram this into my life, but I'm going to figure it out. So I applied and they accepted me and like my life has changed so incredibly much. Now, Women Who Explore itself um, is a company that they do offer paid trips for um, women and women identifying people, but they're super cheap compared to like what else is out there. Um, But my focus is on the free stuff. So there's different chapters all around the world. Um, Most of them are in the US and Canada, but there's also, I think, one in India, one in Germany, things like that. Um, and the ambassadors like myself, we set up free events. Um, we aren't considered like we're not wilderness first aid certified or anything like that. Some people might be, I'm not yet. I would love to be, um, but they, um, 
host these events. They're basically just facilitators. So I do a lot of backpacking and I do a lot of beginner backpacking. And I'm not even kidding that when I tell you the last backpacking event I posted for beginners sold out in 25 minutes, like it blew my mind, but there's such a need or a need. There's such a want for this. And um, through Women Who Explore, I have been able to do these events and share my knowledge with people. And again, I don't know everything. I'm a very figure it out kind of person. Some of my other backpacking friends know like the ins and outs and technical this and that's of everything. I don't. I'm just like, oh, that keeps me warm. And I haven't gotten sick off of that water filter yet. Um, And, you know, that's basically, I just share my experience with people and I've been able to uh, collect some old gear and I just keep it in a closet that I'm staring at right now. And my favorite thing to do is anybody who wants to try backpacking, regardless of what their body size is, their age, their, um, anything, you know, their, if they have any doubts, like I, I love, love bringing people who have never gone backpacking or maybe did it like many, many, many years ago and don't have the gear. I love just like outfitting them for free with the stuff that I have and then taking them on these these backpacking trips. It, I don't know why, but it's like the coolest experience to watch these people doing something that they've always wanted to do or do something that they, they think they couldn't do, but they could. And sometimes I'm like screaming at people like, yeah, just climbed a mountain, dude, with a backpack filled with stuff. Can you believe it? And like celebrate at the top of mountains with people like it's the best. So um, it's something I've always wanted to be able to do. And Women Who Explore has given me the, I guess it would be like, I don't want to say the platform, but like the opportunity or giving me the access to people who are interested in that. Um, It's been awesome. But recently they brought me on as a co-director of their ambassador program. And then I'm also going to be running their projects, um, like as a project manager for different projects they want to do. But I love that organization. It is awesome. I do not know how you find all the hours in the day. My goodness. I don't either. either. What would you tell someone who... Maybe they're 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 wanting to get in the outdoors. They're wanting whatever it is, is backpacking, hiking, kayaking, and it just they just feel like it, I, that's not for me. But I want to do it. What would you tell them? Um, let's see. I'm thinking of a couple different things. So one piece of my brain is like, hell yeah, that's awesome. You're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's strike while the iron's hot. Come on over. Let's go. Then the other side of me is like, I'm curious if you're comfortable to share why is that, do you feel like that's not for you? And then um, those are kind of like the two places my brain's going right off the bat. So I think it's, everybody's so different. Again, everybody is so different and there's, there's no judgment here. At least when you're hanging out with me, you're doing something with women who explore seriously. That is our main thing is no judgment. Um ask people what's up like you know backpacking you might not feel like it's for you but backpacking is also just like hiking in half a mile and I don't want to say just hiking in half a mile because that can be really really hard depending on what your life circumstances are right but backpacking doesn't have to be like 10 15 20 miles in a day to this epic view on top of the Appalachian Trail on you know it, it doesn't have to be like that it can literally be like hiking 
one tenth of a mile into like a back country site where, you know, you have cell phone service. Um, you're just backpacking. It's literally putting stuff in your pack and carrying it. So deconstructing what like the definitions of what you want to try is backpacking, kayaking, all this. There's so many modifications that can be made. Um, just like a yoga class, right? You can make modifications mm-hmm. for stuff that you're not ready to do yet, or you're just like, mm, uh, mm, I'm going to just pass on that one. You can do that with all kinds of sports. It's really awesome. Um, so yeah, that's kind of just where I'm like thinking right now based off of your question. So kind of wrapping up here, how has, if you could boil it down, how has the outdoors changed you? Mm. I think confidence really. Um, it gives me confidence that I can figure out whatever the hell is thrown in my direction. At least that's the way I feel about it for me. Because all of you listening know that we make plans in life, right? <laughs> and then life is doing its own thing on life's terms, and we just got to figure it out. Um, and that is exactly to me what backpacking, mountain biking, kayaking, all of that stuff is about it's activities where you try to prepare but you can't really predict what's going to go down you know um so i have so many stories of like here's my plan here's how that didn't happen fully um because that's the nature of backpacking or hiking or whatever and that's the nature of life and i feel like being outdoors has really That plus getting sober plus just kind of like doing the YOLO. I know it's like a super overplayed term, Um, but those things all mixed together just makes me feel like, hey, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to figure it out. You know, you definitely want to make sure you have the basics to where you're not just going to like walk out there and go die. Um, But once you have that, like just figure it out, just figure it out. And if someone wanted to follow you and see what you're doing on social media and stuff, where would they go? Um, so I think my social media, probably like the easiest one to like interact with me and stuff would be at Basecamp Creative. And the creative, instead of a C, it's a K. That's my username. Um, I am on Facebook, but I, I use it mostly for women who explore planning stuff. Um, and I don't have Twitter or any of that stuff. So Instagram is really the place for me. Awesome. Charlotte, thank you so much for coming on and sharing part of your story and encourage everybody to go check out what you're doing with women who explore and, and every day and, and all the posts you're putting up and, and just being an encouragement to everyone in the outdoor community. Thanks so much, Andy. Normalize heavy breathing, man. <laughs> Let's all do it. Let's all do that. <laughs> Thank you to Charlotte for being awesome and coming on the show. Uh, she was actually super flexible with me because we were going to do it earlier in the week, but then I got my COVID booster and it laid me on my butt. Uh, so she was super flexible, especially around the holidays here. Um, but thank you. Make sure you follow Charlotte on Instagram and she's on TikTok too. So find her there. Um, she's amazing. And it's been really cool to get to know her online and now on the show. 
Also, if you like the music you're currently listening to, we have a Spotify playlist. This song is called Wild Calling by Virgil Arles, and we have a Spotify playlist. Just go to the description of this episode, click on the Spotify playlist, and it is there. Also, just search uh, Hiker Podcast playlists on Spotify, and you will find it there as well. Big thank you to CS Instant Coffee and Kanaka Outdoors for sponsoring this episode. Also, our wonderful Patreons who support us week in and week out. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to talk about at the end of the show here. I do want to let you guys know what's going on for the rest of Season 3, which will include an episode dropping on December 6th, December 13th, and December 20th. We will have a break from the 27th and the 3rd. Um, there'll be a bonus episode thrown in there during that two-week period at some point in the middle of that. I'm not going to let you know when. It's just going to happen. So uh, just be prepared for that. But, but, so you know, uh, that will be the end of Season 3, and I'm looking forward to Season 4. I want to hear from you. Let me know what you want to hear from Season 4. Go to hikerpodcast.com and uh, fill out the form there, or just email me, Andy, at hikerpodcast.com, and uh, let me know what you want to hear. Who, what, where, when. What do you want to talk about? Let me know. And just big, huge thank you to everyone who listens week in and week out. Make sure you leave a five-star Apple podcast review and rating. That's the stars and the comments. Five stars helps us show out a ton. With that, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Hiker Podcast. Podcast.